friends, and welcome to the Dice at the Table podcast. I am your DM and storyteller, Drew Smith, and along with our cast of heroes, we're going to take you on a little journey today. A journey to Bisplodnia. But before we get into all that, why don't we take some time to meet our players? Uh, joining me today, we have my lovely wife, Allie. Hello. And our good friend, Sherry. Hello. Uh, so yeah, guys, anything we want to go over before we get started today? It's been a while since we've recorded. It feels good to be back behind the yeah, microphones. Yeah, it's been about a month, I think, yeah. since we've been here. It's been crazy. Life's been kind of hectic. We've had some schedule things going on. The school started school for kids. That first month. I think we're learning things as we go with this year, though, when it comes to recording. We might need to, if we keep this going, you know, when we keep this up next year, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, mm-hmm. uh, that we kind of plan for that in the future, and hopefully mm-hmm. we can, you know, bulk some episodes. Oh, we're still very new. Yeah, we're going to get there. We did have a nice bulk, but then again, we did, you know, but things we, just happen. We are things baby, happen. We're baby podcasters. We're, yeah, we're, we're learning still to walk. Yes. <laughs> we are fledgling. Uh, I do have... Yeah, well, yeah, I know. We just kind of had an experience today, actually, like yes. just now before we were getting set up. So we usually, when we record this, just a little behind-the-scenes thing, guys, since we're doing this anyway. Uh, when we record, we tend to get together, like, around noon and uh, have lunch, and then after lunch was when we really kind of usually get to the meat and potatoes of recording. Mm-hmm. Took a little extra time today getting our sound right, which, you know, it can happen, and uh, it does take some some fiddling. But then we also discovered something else that was kind of just a r- nice reminder for people when it comes to character sheet management, right, Jerry? Well, uh, and Allie is like this too, but she, I think she probably does check on her information a little more often but we get we create a character we get the initial character sheet Mm -hmm. you know we make it or whatever and then we make our own we have our own way we like to do things yeah you stylize it the way you want correct and so i believe didn't think anything of it originals of mine have been shared right yeah we We have shared what you've done on the website yeah so on the facebook yeah so i i you know having not ever played really anything but a human too many often too many often times (laughs) And didn't really take into consideration some of the racial traits and stuff when I made my sheet up. <laughs> and so I've been missing all this time some really important bonuses. So just a note to anybody who is like me and maybe like Allie who makes their own sheets. Just periodically check with D&D Beyond or whatever you happen to use. Probably that because most people do. Yeah, um, even if you don't like to use it while you're playing. And I tend to not, but I am today. Yeah, it's um, a good resource to have, it, for sure. Well, character it, sheet it does a lot of the math and all the things for you. It yeah, it does, does the math for you. It catches you. things for you that you might not notice yourself. Totally. I've done the same thing myself where I've missed some racial treats. Like, for example, uh, just to say what the difference is between humans and elves, the elves would get a bonus on dexterity and on wisdom. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on the... Um, the wood elf specifically. Wood elf. Oh, which, extra, which I had they not definitely get the dexterity. They, both, they do get a, yes, mm-hmm. okay. you get the plus So that's a whole two points that you were missing totally. in And dexterity. the wisdom, which is my spellcasting ability. So. I mean, a lot of things could have gone down a lot of different ways. This is just chalk it up to growing pains. Here it is. Could That's what it was. <laughs> but I was also learning something new, and honestly, it was fine. So yeah, I mean, it's I didn't know what I didn't know didn't hurt me. No, it's a and good now story. it's almost like you get a pop up in your. Stats it feels like I really, really, really leveled just... up now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like a little way yeah. for you to kind of. Um, it's a relatable story, too. You know, like, I'm sure other people have had those yeah, problems, totally. too. Or, like, I Learned know... from others' mistakes. Mm-hmm. Character sheet management's hard, guys. It's not... Dude, a, there is a lot it's there. It's not so easy. That is why I do love, and shout out to D&D Beyond, though, for anybody oh, who yeah. doesn't use mm-hmm. that as a tool, because Absolutely. I use it for their encounter builders to manage stuff like that. I can also use it to 
it's all sourced through my account anyway, so I'm able to check on their character sheets as they he, are doing things. And he can things. give us access to our character right. sheets and to all the source books and anything that he has, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Campaign we There's a litany in. of... Yeah, uh, it's everything. Everything that they've yeah, ever released cool. for 5e, uh, including some fun little side Highly source recommend. books. Highly Rick and Morty stuff and the Acquisition yeah. Incorporated yeah. things. There's a lot of fun little... Mm-hmm. Little side things there that you can you can do for sure. Uh, and for and, spell users, there may be other spells. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's oh, a whole yeah, compendium access, too of yeah, access yeah. Of, to all the spells. More than just been. the player's handbook. Oh, and then the extras spells. too. Yeah, there's yeah. like each thing so seems many. to come out. And yeah. we're not even talking about the homebrew content right. that they have on there. There's some amazing totally. homebrew oh, right, artists yeah, the and some creators. To make your own the, the, yep, yep, absolutely. And we've used all of those bits and bobs. Yeah, as they say in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, you know, see a need, fill a need. If you see something in D and D, the beautiful thing about it is you can, if it doesn't already exist. That's from robots. Is it? It is. Whatever. But I love you. It's Whatever. one of our kids' no, movies. I was say, yeah, it might have been either way. <laughs> either uh, way. So, but yeah, the uh, but anyway, movie. cool, yeah, but, cool. Yeah, uh, well, check on your stats every once in a while. Yes. Every, sh- Sherry, yeah. Blit. yeah. Check on your stats every once in a while. Yeah, and yeah. Make sure to check out D and D Beyond if you haven't, because it's a great way Dude. to help manage your stats. And like you said, do a lot of that. Uh, Annoying pesky math for you because sometimes when you're going through and trying to flip back and forth between pages in an actual player's handbook, while it is nice to have those and to be able to reference back to them, uh, some things can get lost in but the shuffle. Th- this has all the resources right there that it just adds up together for you. Yeah, Everything that you nice. can need. So. That's wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. Stroke, stroke yeah. them yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> that was nice. But yeah, yeah. Character sheets. Yeah, leveled up. Really leveled yeah. up. Yeah, no, <laughs> right, officially yeah. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right. So, um, yeah. I think that with that, no, for without further delay, there's nothing else to share this time around. Dive right into that, perfect. But a little recap first, actually, before we get into the story at hand. Uh, You guys most recently survived a very trying attack on Tower Atwater, which you guys were able to kind of help stave off for the most part, or at least seemingly rescue some folks, or maybe at least lessen the impact on the actual tower itself, and gave more of the people who were inside the tower a chance to escape. Uh, in doing so, however, great losses were suffered, uh, and you guys actually found yourself, at the end of all that, in the Hall of Heroes, where you were knocked out by who, what you later found to be was Miss Master Andre, uh, but he put, he knocked you guys out with some sleeping darts. That he did. Transported you away in basically what would amount to some kind of, like, little, like, Pokeball training orb thing. He put us in a vacation snow globe, like yes. what you would yeah. get at the gift store. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's That's one of those things. It yeah. was missing the dancing hula girl in the yeah. snow. It was weird. That she was might have been you, there. That was what we you two were supposed though. to be. Yes. Um, no. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. We should have so. kicked him harder. <laughs> we didn't ask what our outfits looked like. I wonder if they were. Oh, oh <laughs> that's true. You did not know. Um, <laughs> Although, I feel like it was something we would have noticed. We probably would have. So, yeah, you guys went through the trials that were set upon you in this little snow globe thing, including a obstacle course, a little puzzle slash maze thing. The final bit of your puzzle, your final bit of your trials anyway, was uh, fighting a very interesting avatar in an almost like 2D fighting, uh, like Street Fighter style game thing. You guys defeated this... Buffandre. Uh, Master Andre Avatar. Uh, he was rather buff, yes. You, you defeated this Avatar, and upon doing so, you were able to solve the snow globe, and you were ejected out onto this strange beach-like area mm-hmm. where you encountered Master Andre in a form that you were not familiar with. 
seeming very relaxed and chill, up until the point of actually seeing you. His appearance was rather chill. Uh, his attitude, not so much. Upon uh, you guys making your little escape, uh, he promptly tried to shoo you off as the girlfriend he was with was, quote, very jealous and did not care to have other ladies around her man. So you two were sent off uh, with the basic but explicit instructions of, I will uh, send you to meet this uh, gentleman named Okala. He will give you the next bit of information you need. Go get on this boat. Be gone with you. And he quickly hurried you out the did door. Did we kiss him as we left? We sure did. And then kicked him. And then in. kicked him. Oh, you okay, kicked and kissed him. You were doing all the. And all then the when we I shut the door, we sure heard we her smack him. Yeah, you heard you heard her smack him, and then you guys uh, proceeded on your way. And that's where we're actually going to pick up. Is you guys a couple miles down the road after you have left uh, Master Andre in his little situation. <laughs> You've finally stopped hearing the screaming. How far? Uh, How far are we? <laughs> like a couple miles. Couple miles. Uh, she was mad. That's awesome. Um, she was. And you, you guys, yeah, you guys are kind of happening your way along. You know that there's uh, a little river town, or at least from what Donovan kind of explains to you guys, uh, that there's a little uh, like dock area where you guys are going to basically. It's almost like a bus stop kind of thing where you're just going to get picked up on this uh, riverboat ferry and taken upriver to the next little, little uh, junction, mm-hmm. where upon you will meet the informant and find out your next little bit of information about the this new evil source that's been uh, plaguing the countryside. So yeah, uh, you guys are making your way through the forest. Uh, it's pretty, you know, basic uh, kind of fare that you're seeing as you get closer to the docks. There's some fishermen... You've got a couple of kids that are like selling bait, you know, just like worms. And there's like, you know, like a little, like a couple of elvish kids that are like caked in mud and like selling like little like buckets of worms to people and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, it's just something that they do. They're just out like picking through like old dead trees and stuff and trying to find grubs and different things that people can use for bait. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So they got like some little hustle stuff going on here. And you guys actually, uh, as you're making your way towards the docks, uh, Donovan kind of like tugs, uh, your guys' attention and pulls you aside real quick. So, um, yeah, Master Andre has, uh, informed me that you guys are to get on the boat and I have been given, oh, that's right. Yeah. You guys can't hear what he's saying in my head when it's just to me. Uh, so I have been tasked with just handing you guys off to this dude over here at the outpost. And then I have to go do some other things where I'm going to, I'm going to be, uh, setting up the new, possibly like scouting a new camp and, uh, checking on the tower to make sure that everything, you know, anybody who like maybe refugees who've escaped and need a place to go, I'm going to kind of, uh, corral all of them and get them someplace safe. So you guys are capable enough. At least that's what Andre tells me. And, uh, he doesn't sound too confident to be honest with you guys. I think you're great. I, we did pretty good in there. I think we did really good in there actually. And he kind of looks at you guys and he's like, I mean, you know, minus the whole, any, like, points that you're, like, uh, six, how you have, like, the, like, little, like, bits of hair missing She reaches stuff. up and just kind of, like, feels the chunk out of her ear a little and gives yeah. him a toothy smile. Toothless <laughs> smile, I should say. Yeah, as you're missing your one tooth. And you're just like, yeah. I mean, I guess we're kind of lucky to make it out of there with our skins, huh? Maybe not all of us. And she, like, shakes her tail at him. <laughs> skin part's still, like, completely skinned. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, there's no hair on the end of that yeah. tail. Uh, can one of you guys give me a perception check as you're, like, looking around to see, like, where you're supposed to be heading to next? Uh, like, what's your plan? Like, if you can yeah. kind of... Um, where's the 
is my persona. 13. Nice. Uh, it doesn't take much to notice this guy. As you're looking around, you see uh, there are quite a few different groups of people here. You have like some lizard folk that are walking around, some humans, some elves, a couple of dwarfs and halflings. The assortment of like different races and species here is pretty vast. However, the one person who sticks out to you, oddly enough, like a sore thumb, is one of the plainest looking humans you have ever seen in your life. And uh, this young gentleman has scraggly, light blonde hair that looks almost like it's perpetually dirty. Mm. He's standing there holding up a sign that looks like it's not even... Um, it, it's written slightly askew, but it says uh, bad guys. Uh-huh. With the, but like, like He's holding the sign straight, but written not str- like just off kilter slightly. like a, Probably like 15 degrees off. Just is enough the, it, to annoy, annoy you. Just enough to piss you off, yeah. Mm. Uh, but not like it, you can tell it wasn't done purposely. Uh, and, and like the letters all kind of like, they don't fit on the imaginary line that he would have even made for himself anyway. Like it just all looks like it's in shambles. It's very poorly done. Uh, but the sign says bad guys. And this guy's just kind of sitting around like looking at all these people. And mind you, there are like all different kinds of people here. You have farmers, you have merchants and you have like, you know, your a couple of thugs too, even a couple of like nastier guys. And every single one of these big, big mother like dudes that goes walking by, he kind of like, holds the sign up to him thinking that maybe they're like the bad guys he's looking for and they just kind of like shoulder him off. He almost like falls over and <laughs> drops his sign and like gets himself back up like how kind of dusts himself off and just holds the sign again and like just kind of waits waiting there yeah. and just look, the kid looks absolutely pathetic. He couldn't be more than 25 um, years old. So uh, maybe Six sees him get bumped over one yeah. time and uh, she uh, walks up to him and helps him like pulls him back up to his feet and kind of dusts him off and then like taps him on the sign and says, I believe this is who you're looking for. And Donovan's like, okay, uh, well, it looks like you've found your man. So I'm going to pass you off to him and uh, good luck on the ride. And hopefully we'll see each other again soon. And then he, uh, you know, tips his hat to the both of you and says, good luck. And he uh, turns off and makes his way down the path to the, to the east away from you guys. Yubi's going to watch him walk away and go, <laughs> you kind of see that as he uh, as you do that he kind of like takes his tunic and like pulls it down over his butt a little uh, bit like turns around like he gets all like like sheepishly like he has like a little smile and you can see his cheeks start to turn around as he like turns around real quick and like does that and then like brushes himself off tries to brush off the embarrassment anyway and uh, continues <laughs> on his way and yeah so uh, six you help this uh, young man up and he's like oh, th- oh, thank you um yeah so uh, you're the you're the bad guys yes. Oh, okay. We didn't say that very strongly. Yubi has not really been able Are to you sure? talk since she realized the boat that we're getting on is this little shitty fucking rickety. And as you <laughs> actually look behind him, he's like, because yeah, he's a, he, you verified that you are in fact the bad guys, and he's like, you don't sound very confident in that, but okay, we should probably get going. And he's like, uh, right over here. And as he kind of, and he is not a very imposing figure, but he's as he like moves to the side, and with the sign, you see this dilapidated looking like almost looks like a trash barge that's been like repurposed into a ferry it's what it smells like out here too (laughs) uh yeah it's kind of yeah that's kind of the aroma that you're getting the water is not stagnant here but it's definitely one of the parts of the river where it kind of like slows down to almost a crawl Mm. which is why it makes it like a nice like stopping point because it's obviously easier for people just like you know jettison their boat up against the side of the docks or whatever or the banks of the river and 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 just kind of you know not have to worry about the, the water running too fast and, and causing any problems for them, but they, uh, yes, it's a little murky here, but they managed to, and you see that it looks like that this thing is powered 
by like this large, uh, it literally looks like a riverboat. Uh, it's got one of those big like paddle wheels in the back. Uh, and then there's like a small uh, like arcane uh, engine thing that's just like sitting. It almost looks like somebody just like put like a gas generator on like the dock <laughs> of the like on the fucking uh, um, smack it on the top. Yeah, like just like, sitting right on the deck of the boat, just like boom, and then just like plugs in the fucking wheel to it, and then pulls the cord and starts it up. Like, it also lights a string of fairy lights that goes from the back of the boat to the front of the boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's super classy this yeah. boat. Uh, so you guys, um, you guys see this boat and the the young kid that you're uh, you're with. He's like, so um, yeah, I'm gonna be your guide for for all this. We're just gonna hop on board, and uh, I already got the tickets taken care of, so we're all good. They know that there's only three of us. It's just me and you two, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take the boat all the way up to uh, Skinner's Bend, and that's where we're gonna we're gonna end there. So uh, that's where we'll depart, and then we can uh, make our way over to the next little town. Um, yeah, so uh, that that's where I'm gonna leave you guys anyway, and then I gotta get back on the boat and meet back up with Andre. He'll he'll tell me what to do from there. Uh, right, and he's like, so um, this way, and then he leads you guys over. Uh, you kind of see that the docks as you guys go up onto the planks, they're like uh, mostly rotted through. Like this, the the docks that you are walking on are very old and very uh, not well maintained. There's like little bits of algae and. Uh, like sea moss and shit, like growing all over them. There's barnacles all over the little, like, uh, like little, little like, sea snails on the poles coming out of the water that uh, support the docks and everything like that. Uh, UV is visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. How's she looking? Like she might throw up if she tries to talk. And she's walking in a shaking manner up very slowly and like almost wanting to reach for your hand. Is, is she as green as her hair? Maybe. Maybe just a little green. <laughs> she's never been on a bow before. No. And uh, and he uh, the this kid looks over at you and he's like you. Are you okay over there? Don't, don't talk oh, to me. Don't, okay. Okay. Um. Uh, well, right this way then. And uh, he like kind of gets you guys on. And uh, as soon as he steps onto the boat, it does like that little like bobbing, like yep. sinking motion oh. real quick, and like like just just a little one, but like obviously like his weight does a little dispersion for it. And then six, you step on next. Yep. And uh, it seems just like land yep. ring. Yeah, yep. it's nothing different. You're um, used to it. Like it doesn't bother legs. you at all. I almost said the legsies. And then you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna very gingerly get onto that boat. Yeah. I got a tight. Like you got like a death grip. On yeah. My arm. Okay. Like, yeah. You're good. I have my. I'm holding it's my okay. staff white knuckle and using it as hard. I'm pressing it down into whatever the surface is. You can hear like is. it just like <laughs> dunk every time. Dunk. You yeah. like take a step. It like hits really. Dunk. I'm actually like the... crouched over like in like a. <laughs> I might hurl or faint position. <laughs> Trying to make yourself like as Let's tight and small and yeah. compact as possible. Oh my goodness, it's not okay. Yeah, and your guide's like. Uh, he looks over. And, oh. uh... No, uh, there's uh, no beds. It's just a day, a day trip up the up the river. That's all. All right, let's then find you a clear spot on the uh, deck. If you're going to hurl, you might want to stay near the edges. I'll be back. Kind of like leaves you guys to your to your devices for a little bit here. Okay. Uh, is there anything that you guys would like to do? Is there a place where we can like set her near the edge, but it's kind of like a little bit away from other people where we can just kind of have a spot of our yeah, own. Yeah, it looks like there's a spot near the back of the boat, like on the I have back. an idea of something that I might want to be able to do if we're going to have a little bit of a boat ride here. Okay. Um, so while she's hurling over the edge, I'm going to reach <laughs> into my fanny pack of holding and I'm going to pull out my small little anvil and uh, uh, like a small hammer. Okay. And 
I'm going to take one of my silver tips off of my claws okay. and I am going to work a while on uh, making a uh, silver tooth to put in where the gap is in my mouth so nice. that I have awesome. a silver like fang. Nice. And so I'll just, I will be missing another Will silver. that deal silver damage for her oh. bite or do you not have a bite attack? Um, I don't actually have a bite attack, oh. but I did want to ask you about that at some point because theoretically if she has sharp teeth, I mean, technically, I mean, everybody did, has yeah. a bite attack, right? I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, anybody can use a bite attack. It's just whether or not it's a good idea. Or well, I mean, but I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's going to do a lot of damage, but if she has a silver tooth and I am, you know, for some reason, maybe without my last three silver claws, <laughs> On the hand, I think it it's is. possible. It's just, oh, I just had the one. That's but anyway, right. yes, uh, yeah, that's that's something you can work into. Uh, so yeah, now she's got three silver claws because yep. she lost the one in battle. Now she's made the other one into her tooth, mm -hmm. and now she's got a silver tooth. So literally, all you hear in the background for the like the longest time, it's probably one of the most well, annoying boat rides. It's ting ting. So ting, you have ting, we'll, we'll get ting, back to ting, it in a minute, ting, but you have proficiency for the tools. Oh yeah, I um I have I'm trying to remember the exact thing, but she is a guild. Craftsman. So yeah, she... I just want to make sure that it. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that like in terms of mechanics. I'm not sure what that does. Yeah, I can look that up real quick too. Like, I want to know if you have proficiency in like what tool sets you have proficiency. Oh, woodcarver's tools. Mm. Okay. Not silver. Technically, I guess. So, if you're gonna do that, I'm gonna say that you can. Uh, you'll be. We'll, we'll get back to how that goes for you in a no, minute, but fine, uh, yeah. I'll have you do a roll to see. Whether how I got a nice-looking tooth or a janky-looking tooth. <laughs> yep, that's exactly how that's going to be. So, um, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, UV, you said that you don't really dig boats that much, and as you guys are kind of sitting here getting yourselves settled in, you hear the last call for tickets, and then slowly but surely, like I said, pretty much exactly the way I described it, like the, how people do like the pull start for a generator or a lawnmower, uh, the guy basically just goes over, the, the boat captain goes over and fucking pull starts the little magic generator, kicks on the mm -hmm. uh, shaky little generator box, which then starts to turn the water wheel, propelling the boat forward. Mm -hmm. And as it does, uh, you guys see around you that there is a whole manner of people who are on this boat. Like I said, you've got some farmers that look like they're making like the travel up the river to maybe sell some stuff. There's like some bushels full of different fruits and vegetables and goods to sell. Uh, there are merchants with like small pack animals and beasts of burden with them that are loaded with various goods. Uh, and then you see some gentlemen that look like maybe they're more the skullduggery type that have actually, they're playing uh, some uh, dice games up near the front of the ship just on the deck, like kind of just rolling dice while they're passing the time. And Yuvi, as the ship kind of kicks into gear and starts moving, you feel your whole world <laughs> change on you. Because this is not a sensation you are used to. You've ridden on horses. You have done a bunch of stuff. You have flown like as an eagle. land, but yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you have done this shit before. But just floating along on water on something that, like, you know isn't moving, but the, snare, the area around you is moving, and there's no real locomotion to it. It just glides naturally. So you're like, the only thing that you really do feel is any turbulence in the water. So, like, when you get to the spots where there's a little more rockiness, it's a little bit, you know, of a shaky ride. But for the most part, it's just a weird locomotion that you're dealing yeah. with right now. Like, is this, like, a flat deck? Or does yeah. this have, like, um, like side, like, railings? There's, like, it's more, like, imagine, uh, like, just pretty much 
little wooden posts with like rope. Yeah, like, that's how them. I'm thinking. Oh, like, so, like, it, okay, well, I <laughs> so water splashes up. Like, yeah, yeah, and like it, and it's not so like yeah. Every now and then, when Six needs to kind of stretch and everything like that, yeah. she is jumping from post to post okay. around the deck just to kind of stretch and get a little bit more of like a. a uh, understanding of a layout of the bow nice. kind of thing. She needs to. It's pretty much just a big pressure. rectangle for the most part, minus yeah. the big wheel in the back of it. So that is there anything forward. to like? Is there anything for her to climb up on? See, oh, uh, there's higher, like or? a little bit. Like so, in the very center of the boat, there's like a little like cabin that okay. on top of it, like sitting like a, a little bit is elevated it up. It's uh, it's a smaller cabin that looks like it maybe only stands like six feet tall, okay. and then on top of that is where like the command center is, which again is just like another small box on top of that. Mm-hmm. That that's where like you can steer from because you can see all over the front of the boat. Is the you can top see of everything that around flat? you. Yeah, ish. So like, if I wanted to get all up on yes. top of everything and sit on the flat top, I could sit you up totally there like could. a cat on the roof. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna do that for awesome. just like a minute. So you're up there doing until that until maybe she like hurls again. Well, and then you I look over it. and you see that uh, <laughs> UV's not doing so great uh, from this like finally moving boat. And uh, UV, I need to give you, have you give me a Constitution saving throw. Oh, the DC's no. not very high. UV. Um, something that we've never discussed, but. I did right way back before we even started playing. Is that UV is terrified of wa- vast amounts of water? Oh, okay. Because it's like a pretty a dark river. sky. Is this, is this yeah. a real big river? It's like it's, it's, it's big, big enough. Big enough. Okay. Big enough to fit a riverboat on that. You, if you can't, can't see, the, see bottom, the bottom. Yeah. Then I'm. I mean, that's just because of the like the like the water is like talking like murky and like yeah yeah exactly okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah. it's still murky. You don't know what you don't know what's in there. Yeah, don't like it. You said, I'm sorry, con save? Yes. Con save. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Let's try that. In the box. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. That's a six. Yeah, no, the DC was only a ten, but you fail, so you, um... You kind of, like... It, it, you do that thing where you see... Because you get this idea in your head that, like, well, if Six can just climb up on top of this fucking thing while we're moving, then I can at least stand up. Uh-huh. And you go to, like, stand up, and as soon as you do, like, you your go. head spins, and, like, it literally, you feel almost like it's it's kind of like an old-school, um, like, cars where, like, the gas wasn't a full, like, constant stream all the time, so, like, occasionally, like, the generator would just kick out a little more magic. Uh. So, like, it gets, like, that little, like, boom, like a little, like just like a little extra jarring, like mo- like motion, and as you stand up almost perfectly when that happens, and it, like you you immediately uh, like get dizzy and almost faint, and you have to throw up over the edge of the boat. But, like yeah. you don't even totally stand all everybody the way laughing at me. Yeah, oh yeah, and everybody thinks this is I hilarious. I rush down off the roof to make sure that I hold her hair back so she's not making her hair even what a good more friend. fun, different colors. I like <laughs> rubber back and think like, you can't. I'm a cat. You cannot try to do the same things as I. Oh do. no no! I'm going to I'm going to turn into a cat. <laughs> okay, the fuck yeah! Why not? Sure. <laughs> All right. Sickness be gone. <laughs> do it, sister friend. <laughs> so it looks like the Pokeball thing that we discussed before because yep. I turned into Mossy Mouse once before. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to yeah, turn so into like, Kitty. All right. So you <laughs> just uh, you... what does Kitty UV look like? Like uh, a long-haired. Is it green? Like a um yeah like a, like a Maine Coon. Coon. It's <laughs> oh a well, it's a white Maine Coon with tinted green hair. So it I looks like it. a grass-stained Maine Coon. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. it. Yeah. That's Absolutely. great. Uh, so so now with the green like, eyeballs and the whole thing, kind of soggy-looking, like still not super happy cat. Like just appears like as UV like shrinks down into the like starts to glow and shrink down into this little form and then form back out into a cat. I scratch uh, right behind the ears. <laughs> <laughs> that was you, in the purr, you, but, you know now having all. 
all four legs on the ground instead of just two before, you feel a little bit more stable and you're not like really dealing with as much of the motion sickness. You feel Good. a little bit better. It, it's not well, freaking I can't talk or anything, much. but you, if you, you can tell that I feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> just seems like you're doing better. You personally feel a hell of a lot better now. Mm. Um, I'm going to sit back down right. and keep working on my tooth. Yes. I'm just going to curl up next to you. Okay. And uh, the majority of your journey seems to go well. While we're covering that first part, do you want to go ahead and give me a skill check for your crafting of the tooth? We're going to say that it would probably be a dexterity check. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything creative I can come up with to get advantage on this. It's all good. Okay, here we go. You're going to go... Yeah, 17. That's not bad. There you go. So your dexterity is a 17 roll. That's not bad. Uh, so it's not like shiny and perfect. It's got a couple of dings and dents. I mean, 17 is a pretty good No, but it's a very nice form tooth. You got the shape right, which is actually... It's not perfect. It's got some character. You got the shape right, which was the important thing, because otherwise I was going to make it so that like if if you rolled like a 10 or less, you were going to have like a giant snaggle tooth. I was going to say, as somebody who has personally tried to shape teeth using things such as clay, yeah, it is very easy to make a tooth look like a turd. <laughs> so, I mean, it's possible. You just have like a big tooth. It'd uh, be like just a silver tooth, turd, just, like, right? Great, right, just sitting there. <laughs> I smile. It looks like a raw Every nugget stuck in your mouth. Like, it's, even... <laughs> Jesus okay. it's like, uh, But it doesn't look like that. No, it's it doesn't. It's just absolutely it established. Is a nice, it's a nice, sharpish, yeah. pointy tooth. And you can tell that it's probably, you know, handmade. Yes, I'm a tap. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Looks I nice. didn't get a 20, so I can't, like, etch, like, bite me in it or anything <laughs> like no. that. <laughs> no. You, know, not, not, you didn't do that good, unfortunately. No, it's Would have been cool. But, uh... Next time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> uh, you plan on losing more teeth here, kid? Uh, All right. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe my eyeball. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so freaking determined to lose her freaking eyeball. <laughs> so, uh... Okay. So, um... Listen. I know what's going to happen. I know. <laughs> So you guys go, the first like uh, half of the day goes actually relatively uh, undeterred. Like you guys seem like you're doing pretty well, you know, no real problems. Since you turned into a cat, you don't have to do any more con saving throws for like if there's any rapids or any like shaky water or anything like that. You guys notice that you are starting to get closer to like some areas of civilization you're Occasionally hitting like places where there are little houses on the river, uh, and a little bit more populated along the shore. Some of it, yeah, it okay. feels like it might be. This is if I, you guys kind of want. Sorry, no, is it good. more like houses or is it like like uh, like farmland kind of thing? Or uh... Uh, they look more like little weird shacks on the oh. side of the road, and I'll get to that back to that in a minute. Okay. Um, but it feels kind of like the vibe you're getting because you're also seeing like weird little like strange billboards for things that are <laughs> coming up. Like on the next, uh, you know, at you know Skinner's Bend, you know, hop off and go check out the world's largest ball of yarn or some shit like that. Like I, I, I poke <laughs> Yui as the cat, and I'm like, Yui, we need to go see that, and I hold her up so she can see the sign. It's like it's a big ball of yarn. I said Skinner's Bend, but that's actually where we you're going, and it's past there, so you guys would have to get off. Like, After you... we stop at Skinner's Bend, <laughs> <laughs> she just starts purring. All right, if we have time, you guys are. Uh, if we can fit it into the into the uh, itinerary. <laughs> takes out her appointment book, stares at UV, and pencils it in after Skinner's bed. <laughs> Six does not actually have an appointment book, y'all. 
making Yugi does. <laughs> Yugi. Do we have time? We making time. <coughs> making time. We making the time. We I would I would make the time right now. If I cannot say that I have climbed the largest ball of yarn in the Besplodnia, then what is even the point? <laughs> Why are we even here? That's actually been uh, the big question. Oh, do they have souvenir shirts? I went What's to Besplodnia and climbed the big ball of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that they have souvenir shirts. <laughs> the uh, I want the one that says, I only like Besplodnia as a friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, um, oh, uh. Real quick, back to the houses and stuff. If you, oh, yeah. if you want to, you can give me a perception check oh, on like sure. some of these shacks and stuff. Both of you can if you'd like. Are they like creepy, fine, and haunted looking? I got a perception. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perception. That's at twelve altogether. Okay. Natural oh. twenty plus six. Okay. Uh, so. My keen eyeballs are like well, working. <laughs> as a cat, you're like, there's got to be mice up in there, and for sure, they seem <laughs> like like rickety shacks, like really shady and like you're pretty sure just by looking at those things you're like nobody fucking lives out here and that it's like what what is that doing out here like mm. that serves a different purpose than someone's house oh okay yeah and you guys are continuing down this way a little bit and it seems like there's more is there like a smell in the air at all that's not river normal uh no not that you're really noticing with your perception okay. checks even My with first her thought 20. Was actually because of being a cat um, keen. something keen. Yeah, keen senses, you yeah. yeah. I do. But it's not anything you'd really notice in the air. Perception Advantage uh, on checks. Yeah. Well, I can't get any higher than a natural it's 20. True. So. Right. It's very true. So, yeah. You guys see that, like, almost like, uh, it, you, you kind of get the vibes that this is like the Erie Canal meets, like, Route 66, just in terms of, like, how it's uh, set up. Like, it seems like it's a pretty major byway for a lot of, like, the more rural peoples here in this town. And, like, this is, like, the most civilization that some of these people see. So, like, like where we got down is kind of like a throughway stop. Pretty much, yeah. So, like, and you're kind of seeing, or like... a bus stop. Yeah, like, yeah. you're seeing some of these kids who are, like, seeing different random signs. And there's not just one that's, like, the biggest ball yard. There's another one that's, like, you know, oh, it's, uh, Gorger's... Great swords, like you know, the uh, come see the forge that forged the biggest great sword ever, you know, like in the get in, in you know, the, the I don't know, uh, <laughs> they have the world's smallest crater. Yeah, <laughs> look, it's just a, so really it's a flat land. <laughs> it's, it's, Isn't oh. there a crater? It's the world's smallest, y'all. It's actually mm-hmm. a tiny hill. <laughs> <laughs> it's inverse. Oh, that's but that's a hill. That no, it's a crater smallest crater. It's a crater from the other side. One of those like weird houses where if you stand at an angle, you still feel like you're standing upright. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what. They have like, little fun houses and stuff. Of course they do. Uh, but like these kids are like on the uh, like some of these like country kids are getting a little excited about the different like options for things. It looks like maybe like one of the families here is like the equivalent of like the Griswolds, where they're like on some kind of family oh, vacation thing. Yeah, like they are wearing the tourist shirts. Yeah. They say. I climbed the, I climbed the biggest ball of yarn. Yeah, the now. one the dad has. Like, I visited the world's smallest crater. <laughs> and it's got a little picture of a bump on it, like a head. It's just a, just a dude head. standing in a plane. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good stuff. So it's good stuff. So those are the people that you're on this boat with, and mm. they're they're kind of that. None of them really look like they're. Um, the rowdy types. Even the guys that were gambling up front, like, they look like they were just more, like, drunken shitheads. They don't seem like they're really gonna do much. I you guys travel are... around with drunken gypsies. Pshaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pshaw. And you guys, uh, you guys making, uh, pretty good time, it seems. Uh, it's nearing sunset. So you know you guys are gonna be getting close, because, like, right after dark is when you're supposed to be docking in Skinner's Bend, and, uh, 
you guys get to this large-looking stone bridge. And as you guys are kind of approaching it, it looks like it's one of those things where it's almost like a lock system mm -hmm. that they kind of have to go through. Uh, the boat starts to kind of slow down a little bit, and the water level uh, begins to recede. And as it does, you guys go underneath this bridge. And it the bridge itself is long enough, or wide enough, that it there is a point when you guys are completely covered by this bridge from front to back. And as you guys are going underneath there, it's super dark, so I need... Do you have dark vision? I do. And you we as a cat do as well. Right? I, I did before. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, give me perception checks, please. 18. 18? 11. Uh, so, you're more paying attention to, like, just the fact that, uh, Yuvi's paying attention to the tail. fact that you have a tail now, and you're having fun playing with that. <laughs> uh, but six, you hear, and it sounds kind of soft, but it's not the sound of, like, the impact that draws your attention, it's the fact that it's a wet sound almost that like as it it sounds like something hits the deck of the boat i grab yubi's tail to get her attention to something <laughs> wow <Hi. laughs> uh and uh as you're kind of looking around through the darkness down under here you see two humanoid but still like kind of hulking like round-ish very long gangly legs uh shaped uh silhouettes standing in like the middle of this boat mm -hmm. and then as you kind of look up sitting up on top where you were mm -hmm. is a third figure and it looks like they're all brandishing weapons oh lovely from what you can see in the dark and as the boat passes uh through this like lock system now and you guys are obviously at the lower water level so uh like the person who was operating from the top has already done their bit you guys just continue on the way uh, you guys are going through this uh, thing, and as he kind of comes out into the light, you see three bullywugs, mm -hmm. all brandishing weapons, pointing at all the people, and they have a large sack in their hand. Are these fuckers robbing us? And they point their weapons at you guys, and they're like, All your belongings go in the sack! And he throws the fucking bag over uh, to one of the... Uh, like, more, like, scumbag-looking dudes who was, like, playing dice, and he's like, put all the money in there! And the guys are like, oh, yeah, fine, 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 and they, like, start, like, throwing, like, you know, like, the dice and, like, the fucking, like, little bits of coins and stuff like um, that into the six sack. Six is immediately... Like, passing around! Just, like, she's getting excited because, first of all, she's on a boat. <laughs> Second of all, it is getting, um, what could very well be said pirated right now. <laughs> she immediately, like, unsheathes her rapier and puts it up in the air very heroically and puts it, like, down, like, point down on the deck to, like, strike a pose <laughs> and says something along the lines of... Uh, you picked the wrong boat, boys. And then she smiles so that the whatever light there is catches her silver tooth. Just and this is like right as you guys are coming out into the sunlight, uh, into the daylight rather, daylight, not so much sunlight. But, and a little bit of that like flicker of light off the tooth. And the main uh, like leader of the Bullywogs is like sitting up on the thing. He looks over at you and he goes, oh, who the hell are you? Oh, well, hang on. <laughs> I am going to take inspiration from Six and all of a sudden I don't feel... My tummy doesn't hurt. And okay. I'm going to turn back into you, V, and say, 
we're, we're the fucking bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very timidly, just we're the fucking. <laughs> we're the you, fucking you, and I clumsily put my stuff down. Like mm, yes, I'm here too. I fixed my uh, get my yeah, hair out. I tried to try wipe up puke from my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. With that, uh, he's like, uh, the, he looks over at the two of you and he goes, "Well, okay." Uh, <laughs> like we're kill so excited. <laughs> and like, and he looks over at the two, uh, his two henchmen, and you know, snaps his fingers. And you guys all roll initiative. I'm please. going to look around at all the people on this boat and be like, "Really, guys? That's okay. Fucking pussies. Here we go." <laughs> and everybody else is yeah, cowering. They're kind of like running. They're, they're... Let's get ready to boat battle. <laughs> All those years playing Salt Marsh, and we never did that. Oh my gosh. No, we didn't. We played for two years. <laughs> we never Not had a boat battle. Boat battle. <laughs> we battled. No. No, no we, didn't. we had our boat come save us from a battle. Yeah. From another sinking boat. <laughs> we were not good at the game. No, we no, got better at the game. Maybe. <laughs> I rolled um, a 14. 21. Okay, so with that initiative rolled, and you guys are all ready to go, uh, we've got, so like I said, the uh, the two uh, lesser bullywugs are on the deck of the ship. They are both brandishing spears. They have them pointed. They had them pointed at the people who were loading the sacks initially, and then as you guys kind of, like when they were told to kill you guys, they both kind of turned their spears on you. We rolled initiative. Uh, Six, you were ready for this, though. You are up first. I am. I was ready for this. Um, you said, where was the guy that you said that was the leader? Is he the guy that's up on top? Yes, he's the one who's sitting up on top of the, the stuff. I would like to, um, can I, I'd like to climb up and try to attack him up okay. on the top there. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that <coughs> with your movement. Um, I have, um, 20 do you have a climbing speed? I do. I have 20 foot climbing speed. Okay. And yeah, it's definitely less than 20 feet okay. to climb that. So, with the area that you are away, you might need to use your dash action as your bonus action, though, just to get enough. Because you're not, you, you have 20 feet of climbing, mm -hmm. but that doesn't include your 30 feet of walking. You can either climb 20 feet or run 30 feet right. in the turn. Right, yeah, I get that. So you're, and you're not, like, right at the base of the hill, or of the thing, so even oh, yeah, if it, yeah, so okay, even right, if it, like, yeah. if it was, like, let's say it's 15 feet tall. You'd only have five feet of movement mm -hmm. to get to it, and you're you're farther than five feet away. Mm, okay. So you would need to use a dash action to get up there on this turn. Is there? There's one down the bottom. That's down on the deck. That's closer. Yes, there are two down on the deck that are closer. Those those seem like they're the henchmen, the underlings, that are like down doing the dirty work, like making sure people put money in the fucking oh. bag and stuff. Whereas he just kind of sits up there, watches everybody do their thing, and then they all have gone. Okay, the I am going to uh, very dashingly looking just with my rapier away again, yep. and then I'm going to pull out my short bow and I'm going to fire at the leader up. And, and then... he like sees you like put the he's like who the hell are you? You put the thing away, you put your like rapier away, and then you pull out the bow, and he's like wait what the hell? No, we were using swords. I thought. <laughs> huh, okay, so as I put my rapier away, I say, well, you may not know me now. I don't know why she just became Robin Hood, but you try that again, sweetheart. <laughs> I just stepped into fucking Ariel's as Robin Hood. I was just gonna say the difference between me and I, is I can speak with English accent. I can speak with English accent. Yes. Oh, okay. Amazing. That was the first thing she I put up to. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly yeah. Because that's what he does. He puts his sword away and he unties the rope. 
Okay. No, unfortunately, there's no chandelier to write up. Um, so this she puts time. her short sword away and she goes, You may not know my name now, but maybe by the end of this, you will remember six strikes lightning. And she shoots. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> uh, that was an 18 plus six. That's gonna hit. All right. Um, and that's a d6. Plus four. Oh. Um, that's a. Uh, uh, five. Oh, you rolled a one. Oh, yeah. bummer. Yeah, that's okay. It was epic. It's cool. Sounded cool. It worked. Yeah. It got his attention. And he's like, "Whoa!" Oh! <laughs> and you like <laughs> shoot him, and he, like gets stabbed in the shoulder. He's like, "Fuck! I thought you were gonna kill those guys first. And he points out the that two. That was down your there. mistake. And she. <laughs> now I would like to climb up. I might not get to him, but I'd like to start climbing. Perfect. You can get about halfway climbing up. Okay. Then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, is there any um like something? Well, no, something to hide behind or like like half hidden or something. So maybe I might be able to sneak attack next time. I'm gonna say that uh, you would have to go. You're gonna have to use your movement this turn. So instead of climbing up, what you can do is you can climb. You can run around behind the the big um, cabin that he's sitting on. You can mm -hmm. go like behind it because he's sitting on it, looking down. No, no, so, don't worry about it. Okay. No, don't worry about it. I'm just gonna climb up. Okay. Yep. Start climbing. Yep. Perfect. I'm climbing up. All right, yeah, because you're kind of like below him right now, so it'd be kind of hard for you to hide. Nope, no, nope, that's him, fine. I was just yeah. wondering if there was anything. If there's not, that's cool. I'm right there in his face. Um, yeah. So then this is where the bite me on the tooth would come in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then that would actually, uh, in terms of initiative, is his turn. Uh, so he, uh, you shot up at him, and then you're kind of trying to climb up at him now, and he sees you sitting down there below him, uh, and instead he, he like. Looks down at you and he like raises his spear and then he stops for a minute and he looks over at the other two frogs down there down below and he just points over at UV and he lets out this like bellowing, like reverberating oh, yeah. croak. And uh, as he does, each of the um, other bullywug henchmen kind of like look around and they are like, they, they kind of look at each other and they do like that like classic like movie like. Hmm. Like heads like oh not gosh. at the same time towards each other, and they both look at UV. And uh, for the sake of um, mechanics, they both now have uh, advantage on their first roll of their attack on their on each of their first attack rolls next turn. Uh. So uh, that is his turn. That's what he used for his action instead of uh, attacking you. He see he does spot you kind of like crawling up at him though, and he was gonna attack you, but instead did that. UV. Uh, you see these two guys who look like they're a little bit more like jazzed up right now and ready to fucking try and fuck you up uh, coming at you. Uh, what do you want to do? Would you please describe their attire to me? One of them is wearing a red vest and the other one is wearing a like blue vest. It looks like they're both made out of like shitty fucking like burlap sacks that were just dyed with berries, basically. Uh, it looks like these guys are really kind of... Uh, like, shabby. They don't look like they've been well taken care of. They kind of just look like they're shitty little henchmen. Like, that are, are just kind of doing this guy's bidding right now. How about the uh, guy? And then the other guy... So, he's got, uh, like, a weird set of armor on uh, that he's wearing, and the hood that he has over it kind of, like, hangs down in front of his face a little bit, but the way his eyes are positioned, it, it makes it so that he can still see. Uh, but on the hood, like, in the part that you can see hanging over his face, you see, like, a little, like, crown, like, etched into the, uh, like, stitched into the fabric. Hmm. It looks very crude, but it's, like, that's the the symbol that you would see on, mm. on what he's wearing. His armor is made of... It looks like it's just made of, like, uh, really, um, like, well, like, 
I say well, well stapled together like leather, basically like layers. Like it's so it's like thicker leather than like a traditional, just like thin. It looks like it's got like a couple of like layers that have been reinforced, so it's got like a little more heft to it. Although you shot him right through the armor. <laughs> and their weapons? Uh, it looks like spears. They all have spears. Really shitty looking spears. Like uh, the two henchmen. Their weapons actually just look like they are, like, pointy, like, sharp rocks, like, tied to the end of sticks. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the leader, he looks like he actually has, a, like, a nice, and by nice, I mean, like, a spear that he found in someone's, like, you know, trash bin that he took. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, 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 Billy got a new spear for Christmas, so he threw the old one away. wood stick with Yeah, a still wood stick with a metal tip, but uh, this one looks like it's more of a forged weapon than an actual, like, handmade piece of shit. God, it took you forever to get there and give me something metal. Fuck. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got what Sorry. you were getting. Heat and metal. I'm going to see yes. if I can get him yeah. to drop his weapon because it says I can do it on a weapon. And the person holding it would take damage. The shaft is wood for the spear. So the tip would, would get hot. Son of a bitch. Well, let's try that moonbeam that didn't work last time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... That's a con save. All right, cool. So you're going to cast Moonbeam on which one? On the leader? On the leader guy. Okay, cool. Uh, his con save is... Plus two. Oh, I rolled a natural 17. Son sorry. of a bitch. It's never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cantrip, so unfortunately those are all or nothing. It will work eventually, but... Right? Uh, it, no, no, no. It's a second level. If he, pa- and if he fails, isn't it? Is, oh, he takes half. That's right. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Then. Oh, oh, say if it's not a cantrip, then usually there's still half damage. Yeah, because cantrips are all or nothing. That is 11 damage. Right. Halved or? Ha- no, halved would be so five, right? Six? Yes. Okay. Five. Uh, sure. Five. So five damage. Uh, nice. Yeah. Five so radiant damage. Five radiant damage. And yes. now this thing stays here. So unless he moves, he's going to continue to take. Okay, so he has to get off of that. Otherwise, he's going to continue to take. Oh, how big is the So let me read it to you. A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot-high cylinder centered on a point within range until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. Now, this is up to one minute, but each each of my turns I can move it up to 60 feet. Okay. Um, And that was that in bonus action, Shillelagh. So it's basically like a moving spotlight that burns people. Mm -hmm. Nice. Fuck yeah. Uh, I didn't put any stink on it, so we're going to put, the, you know, yeah. the darkles. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's cool as shit that it's like a spotlight, basically. Yeah. Like, just burns people. And so it's just sitting there. Yeah. All right, cool. So he uh, gets flashed by this fucking thing, and then you shillelagued your uh, your staff. Correct. Okay. So. It is Bullywug in the blue's turn. He is going to run up to you, Yuvi, and attempt to... He has a stab and a bite attack. So, one of them he gets advantage on, we'll do with the bite. Because it says technically he makes one with his bite and one with his spear, and they go in that order. So, he goes to attack you with his bite. He has advantage on this attack. Uh, the first one is a 14 plus 3, so it's a 17 to hit. And then the second one is a 3, so he does hit. Yep. Uh, but with the bite, it is only 1d4 plus 1 damage. So, you take from the bite. Four. So, 5 damage. Okay. From the bite. And then he's going to try and stab you with his spear. And that is a 13 plus 3, 16 to hit. Nope. No? Misses? Okay. So, he misses with the spear, and he tries to jab at you with two hands with the spear, and misses. Uh, The other Bullywug is going to attempt to uh, take his spear. 
go over, and he's going to attempt to bite and stab at UV as she's, like, climbing up. Six? Or, sorry, it's six, yeah. Okay. As she's climbing. I apologize. So she, he's trying to stab Yeah, he's going to go, but he's going to go try and bite at your tail and oh. stab you in the back okay. as you're climbing. Uh, so the first attack is the bite. He has an advantage on this. So that's a 13 plus three, so that's going to be a 16. Huh? Yeah. 16 does hit? Okay, cool. And then the second one would have been a 13, so that misses. So he still hits with the bite. The bite, that's another 4 plus 1, so 5 damage on his bite as he bites you right in the tail. Uh. And then he tries, he like pulls back, you know, uh, forms up and lunges at you with the spear. Natural 1. <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, that because you are in the same area, like you're climbing up towards the boss, that if he rolls and he beats the boss's AC on this one, then he hits the boss instead. Ooh. Uh, nope, he doesn't. I rolled a six. So, um, so he doesn't do anything, right. but he bites you for five damage five on the tail. Damage, yeah. Uh, and then that is the end of his turn. That's the end of round one. Back up to six. Your turn, as you've just been bit the tail. I'm going to get the rest of the way up towards the leader. Okay. And I am going to take out my rapier again and swing that at the leader. All right, cool. Uh, roll away. 15? Uh, 15 just hits. Yes, thank you. Like, hits exactly. That is his AC. Good okay. job. Two pyramids ass to ass. Yep, two pyramids ass to ass. Not here for her pleasure. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, six damage. Six damage yes. to the boss. Nice. The boss. Boom, boom. Good job, guys. You guys are doing some pretty good damage to him right now. And now it is his turn. So is it at the start of his turn he takes the damage, or is it on your turn that he takes the the consecutive damage. I just want to know if, if, if they right end their turn in this space. Let me just look at All right. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames so that cause searing pain. So roll again as he starts his turn because he can't, he couldn't move because you did it on your turn. So you hit him with that one, and then uh, he has to make a con save. Okay. Fourteen. I rolled a natural fifteen. Seven. Uh, well, he'll take eight, four damage. Alright, so he takes four damage from that, and he is forced to move. So he is leaving you, or he is leaving six of space. He's gonna jump down, but as he does. I get the attack opportunity. Yes, you do, because you do not use your bonus action. So please go ahead and roll your attack. You swing at him with your rapier. Got a natural three, so that's uh, plus six, nine. It's gonna miss, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But it's because he's sliding down out of the way, and he's getting burned by this fucking hot, hot, hot uh, moon fire. He's like, ha, ha, ha! And he jumps off this fucking thing, and he's like, what the fuck is that shit? And he looks over uh, at you, UV, seeing that you are the one that cast that spell on him, and like you just barely miss him as he slides out of the way. Six. He is now going to attempt to attack UV twice with his spear. First one is a 9 plus 5 to hit. That's a 14. That's going to miss. Mm -hmm. Second spear attack is a 6 plus 5. So 11 misses as well. <coughs> okay, so um, he missed on both his attacks. He's very much trying to just get the hell out of the way and stop getting uh, attacked by you guys. No, I got it. He's trying to not get attacked by you guys, and uh, he's just he's not really focusing so much on connecting with his swings. Uh, UV, that is your turn. As he runs and gets all up in your face. So he, is he in my... He's in your range now, yep. Yeah. So you can swing your shillelagh on him if you want to. Well, that's the thing. 
If I take the action to attack, then I won't be able to move my, oh, my yes. angry cone and yes. get him. But he seems to be up in my business, so I'm just gonna sh shillelagh, or I'm gonna swing my shillelagh at him. Alright. Which I've totally forgotten how to do. Good. Swing that shillelagh. Shillelagh. Oh, it's right there. Okay. Uh. 16? Hits. Beauty. Uh, eight damage. Eight damage. Nice. Uh, he is looking pretty beat up. He is like at half health right now, guys. Good. So you guys are messing him up pretty good. Uh, and then I it know is. That you said half health, but I heard he is at half elf right now. <laughs> half elf. He, half is elf. A, he is at half he elf. He is no longer full elf. He no, is no. almost a halfling. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the uh, yeah. So that is now Bullywug's red and blue's turn. The two little shithead um, guys. They're going to first one's going to go up and try and do a bite and attack uh, a spear attack on UV. Just the okay, cool. So that one's going to miss, I believe. Fifteen misses you, mm -hmm. right, Yubi? Yep. Okay. So that was a fifteen on the bite misses. The spear, natural three, definitely misses. Yay. Okay. Uh, so oh yeah. Um, Uh, those miss. It is the other one's turn. He's gonna try and attack with disadvantage because he's below you. Uh, you uh, six. He's gonna try and okay. the other one is? bite at you. Yeah, the other one's gonna okay. try and bite and spear attack you. The bite is going to hit. It's gonna be a dirty twenty. The spear is in that one. So what I'm going to do real quick. He and so he goes to try and bite you. But instead of biting you, like, he tries to basically attack both motions at the same time and ends up stabbing himself in the tongue as he tries to bite uh, you, and nothing happens. He doesn't do any damage okay. to you. He doesn't take any damage. He just basically, like, yeah. fucks himself. He, yeah, he cockblocks himself from biting you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, that is the end of his turn. He sucks. I can't roll for shit with these guys. Uh, I, he rolled great. He rolled natural 18 when he wanted to hit himself, though, so oh, good for him. Lame. Uh, and six, it is your turn. Um, so where I am is, could, could I, could I jump down and, like, stab the boss at the same time? You can attempt to. I would love to just have, like, my rapier in both hands and, like, kind of, like, try to jump down on top of him. Okay, I'm gonna say that roll an acrobatics check. Okay. If you roll acrobatics or athletics, whichever you want, if you beat a 15... I'll give you advantage on the attack. Okay. And if you beat a 20 on the roll, you'll get advantage on the attack, plus you can roll an extra damage die. Ooh, I bet. Mm. Alright. Okay. I'm gonna roll acrobatics. Yep. It's a nat 20. It's a nat 20. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Thank uh, you. You get advantage. Good job, buddy. And yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, go for it. Okay, you uh, said it. You remind me again what I'm doing here. And you get you extra are damage. Diving off the top of this like roughly like fifteen foot cube. Rapier in both hands. Rapier in both hands, plunging down at this dude from the back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, now go ahead and roll your attack with advantage. Okay, so my attack comes with advantage. Yes. Okay, right, so that's a fifteen plus six. Well, that's definitely gonna hit. That's a five plus six. Okay, so with the fifteen plus the six, that's a total of a twenty-one. You definitely hit him. Now roll your damage dice with an extra damage. Mm-hmm. Like, so, ex- like two of my damage dice. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yes. Sweet, sweet, sweet. That's a one. And that's a three, and they're normally plus four, so just plus four once. Plus four twice. Plus four twice. So that's a one and a three, that's four plus eight, so that's twelve. Twelve damage. damage. Nice. As you come flying down, because that was just too epic, like the way that you just Mm -hmm. did that right there was just amazing. That's what I saw. Uh, now, Yuvi's been watching you going, this is what she came here for. This She's having a good time, actually. This Can is you imagine day. the this story? Is... She's having such a good time, and I'm I'm wishing I just had an ice slide. <laughs> <laughs> just wishing for it. And as you plunge this thing into the back of this uh, bullywug, you hear him let out this croak of pain, and he like whips around to you as you re- retrieve your rapier from his back. Uh, and now he is looking very pissed off at you and very bloody as he points his spear in your direction. And he's going to, uh, it's his turn now, he is going to attempt to attack you twice with his spear. He just comes charging at you. You hear like this bellowous, like, croaky war cry that he lets out as it just... As he like runs at you with his spear out, charging uh, and two jabs. The first one's a 15. Hits exactly. Hits. And then the second one is another 15. I rolled two tens. Wow, yeah, both plus five on just both. exactly. Okay, uh, and he's using this with two hands. So it is... So the first one was 10 damage. The second one was four damage. Yikes. 14 total. I need you to make me a DC... 13 strength saving throw, please, as he tries to knock you prone. Okay, hold on one second. Huh? That's fine. I have seven. <laughs> I have seven. Okay. This guy's looking really fucked up, though. You guys are doing okay. great. All right, great so damage I'm rolling a DC 13 strength save. Strength save. <laughs> no? <laughs> That's a six. So yeah, you like land and you stab into him, and then he turns and he just goes at you. Uh, he charges, he stabs the first time and like kind of gets you in the arm, and then the second one, he tries to go uh, for your leg, and you jump up out of the way a little bit, but he takes the backside of his spear and clips your legs out from underneath you, so you fall, boom, flat on the floor, and it like takes your breath away for a moment, uh, knocks the wind out of you uh, as you hit the deck. So I'm prone. very hard, and you are prone. Okay, correct. Uh, oh, UV, fine. it is your turn. And as my action, I'm going to move my Coney boy on top of... Oh, really quick. I'm sorry. Before you do that, you have to roll sneak attack damage, too, because you had advantage on the attack. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that is... Hold on. Let me double check this. 2d6, mind you. Please go ahead and roll that, because I don't want to forget that, and I know that like that's what rogues do. My sneak attack damage is... Oh, huh. 11. 11? Nice. nice. So that's 12 plus 11 total. Nice. Good job. Um, so that's... 23. Gosh, guys, I'm having a hard yeah, time. Yeah, this guy looks really fucked up after he did that. So then he came 
So uh, you see, you saw him do that damage back to six, and then UV. It is your turn, but this guy's not looking good at all. Right. So I'm gonna move my cone thing over to him. Okay. He's, cool. Uh, and as you do, it looks like the, the cone is going to like uh, the the way that it would do, like the the shortest path for it. It's gonna like go right past what looks like it would go right over uh, UV or six as well, rather. But um, you just see like this little like black outline shadow thing just like kind of like grab and like tug you out of the way a little bit so that you're not sitting in the circle of where this thing is gonna the, the little five foot circle that it goes on around him. oh okay that 20 nicely. had your shadow kind of just <laughs> pull you out of the way a little bit there That's cool. um cool. and uh okay cool so he has to roll a dc constitution save now a 14 yep. i rolled a natural three so he fails no matter what Ooh, sweet so, so roll that damage Ten. Ten damage. Damage. Nice. And then I'm going to use my bonus action yep. to cast Healing Spirit. Healing Word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Healing Word. Um, but is that a bonus action or no? That is a bonus. 1d4 plus your spell casting ability modifier. Nice. Which is going to be four. So it'd be 1d4 plus four. Do I roll it or does she? she either one. I got it. Is that what you're doing? Healing yep. Word? Healing Word. All right, so you cast Healing Word. I got one. So five HP. So you're up five. That's good. That's still better than yep. seven. Then yes, that's it. True. That's my thing I did. Okay. And then that is the Bullywug. Bullywug Buddy's turn. So the one that's attacking UV is going to go first. He misses his bite. And he's going to hit on the spear. Uh, the spear is... Eight. So nine damage with a spear as mm. he stabs at you. Okay. Uh, and at UV? At UV, yes. And then six. Uh, this guy's going to try and bite and stab at you. He has advantage on these because you are prone. Still going to miss on the bite. Stab's not looking good either. Okay, stab is going to hit. Okay. Uh, there's no way he can knock you out with this, though, with a spear. He does four damage. So he stabs at you uh, for four damage as you are prone. Um, okay, I am going to. Um, I'm gonna just swing my rapier at the okay. leader one more time. Yep. Nothing ever, nothing special, just a swing. Uh, Seventeen plus six hits. Yep. <laughs> and that's eight. Oof. Let's two. Two plus four, that's six. Six damage? Six damage. Six. Tell me how you do it. <gasps> you will never again forget the name Six Strikes Lightning! And she just, like, brings it down like uh, Arthur putting the sword back in the stone. <laughs> nice! Just yeah. impales in it at the top of his head. <laughs> nice. But she's not looking at him. She's, like, saying this while looking at the henchman, like, you better fucking tell uh, me. And as soon as you do that <laughs> and you strike that into him and you hear the last little gasp of croaking life leave his body, uh... The other two bullywogs, who, by the way, you guys have not touched yet, look at each other, look at you, just do that, and then they both just jump off the sides of the boat and, like, go into the water. And, and Yubi's going to yell, and stay out! <laughs> he should never have asked who I was. He shouldn't have. <laughs> I like and, to make uh, a very good six, introduction. You had way too much fun with this little thing. That is the end of combat. Good job, guys. Did that everybody was... applaud us? Uh, yeah, and everybody kind of comes out, and they're looking around, and they're like, uh... <sighs> 
Is it over? Is everything? Yeah, I'm gonna pull out a sack and be like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> now give us all your goods. Six decides immediately in this moment she needs a sweeping, befeathered captain's hat because mm. this right now deserves a bow, and it is just not flourishy enough without that captain's hat. Also, a captain's hat would be really good to like collect the jingly coins in too. There you go. Saying, there you saying. go. So the last little bit of your journey, the last little leg there is unharmed. Yeah, it goes by unhindered and without any kind of you know impediment or anything. It's funny because your guide even kind of comes up to you at one point and he was just like, "That was, that was really something, guys. You're you're pretty impressive. I I gotta say, I didn't think I was gonna be riding along with a couple of badasses." <laughs> We added the bed. To be fair, Yuvi didn't really do anything. She just kind of stood there trying not to throw up. Oh, you did set the guy on fire a little bit <laughs> with your moonbeam. The moonbeam cool. definitely helps, for sure. The boat starts to slow down. You see the signs, more and more signs for things near the Skinner's Bend exit that you guys are going to be able to do. Uh, a whole like litany of things, from a TGI Fridays uh, mm-hmm. to you know little gas station place where you can get some really awful sushi. Uh, oh. A whole bunch of stuff, yeah. Um, gas station sushi even mm. better uh, six lis- licks her whiskers <laughs> you guys uh, <laughs> gross you guys it probably has looked sushi. that disgusted the entire time we've been on this boat home <laughs> of the famous gas station tuna roll and six mm. is like yeah Yubi's yeah. like no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like that tuna fish sandwich I ate from the men's truck stop bathroom that one time they gave me worms. Uh, so, yeah, you guys get to the, you guys pull up into the dock, and people start to offload, and uh, your guide's actually kind of doing this thing where he's like, you know, uh, he lets you guys off, but then he's also kind of like holding the door, if you will, but like the the rope for like you know some of the people who are getting off, and as everybody's kind of getting off and leaving, uh, the captain of the boat kind of walks out from his thing comes around and goes, heard we had a little bit of a ruckus there. <laughs> Good job, Okala. And he goes to leave and he's like, uh, and wait he a minute. On the boat, he walks <laughs> off. Was this guy or the dude we were the supposed to The kid that showed us onto the boat? It's the same one that you were supposed <laughs> to meet. You never asked his name. We know I shove him. I go, Okala. He, he never thought us you were our informant. And he, and he just looks over and he goes, huh, I didn't think you were going to know that name. Hey, how are you? Yeah, no, that's what they call me around here. You look a little bit young to be uh, an Andrea informant. Oh! Well, he's my uncle! (laughs) (laughs) That explains the lack of sharing information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think he told you guys all this anyway, and you just weren't very talkative types, and we were going to hash it all out when we actually got off the boat up here. Mm, This is where you got to go anyway. I mean, it's over. Uh, There's a whole, uh, like, ordeal that you're going to have to, you know, take care of. First, though, yeah, he told me about what you guys have been dealing with lately, and it's a real doozy of a situation you guys got yourselves into here. What did he tell you that we're going to handle now? Well, uh, you know, according to the old man there, he was all like, they must, you know, show up and <laughs> do the thing, and then you got to tell him the thing. Excellent impersonation of his uncle. I've been working on it. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, so basically, the whole point is, I'm just supposed to give you guys the lowdown on this creepy fucking dude who's trying to, like, take this place over. He's, I guess he's, like, running for, like, super evil mayor or something of this area. I don't really know. So, the whole... I dated a girl a while back, right, who was, like, really gothic. Like, I mean, she, like, lived in the cemetery. Nothing against that, you know, or whatever. But, like, okay, she wasn't exactly totally, like, 100% human or whatever anymore. No, I didn't realize that she was a vampire. Oh. But... 
It oh, made wait. a little more sense when she went from just nibbling on my neck to trying to full on eat it. Before <laughs> our relationship it really got went so south, bad. we she she kind of was telling me about how she was working as a campaign manager for this guy, right? And he's supposedly trying to like collect these artifacts so that he can build up a massive oh. amount of power and take over the whole of Bisplodnia. Oh. So there's this whole deal where apparently vampires have been having this big issue lately where there's kind of a power struggle. They don't really have a leader. And and technically, if you want to be like real about it, because humans aren't really doing shit around here, Bisplodnia doesn't really have a leader right now. So vampires, along with some of the other races of bad things around here, and I guess some shitty humans as well, are trying to vie for what's known as the title of the Dark Lord of Bisplodnia. And apparently the guy that you're fucking with right now seems to be the frontrunner of this whole situation. Mm. That explains the bets. Hmm. That does explain <laughs> the bets, yes. Yeah, they got a lot of things to do with bats and like bat so, imagery. So, so, it, so imagery it seems that Andre tells you a lot of things. He must have told you literally everything about what has been going on for you to have that much information. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he kind of was just more or less like keeping me abreast oh of the situation. What if every character we've ever run into is just Andre? Or Andre's family members. Oh my god. They've probably all just been Andre. He's like held people. They're just, they're everywhere. <laughs> Uncle Andre, Grandpa Andre, Brother Andre, <laughs> Papa Andre, Cousin Andre. Oh boy why they all have the same similar name. Oh, see, he's he's bedded down spawn pegs in every corner of this place and oh had multiple women God, with it's children like the with father him. from Ridiculous he's, Six. Yeah, he wants to... Yes! Oh my God, That's Andre. That's great. Does this Dark Lord have a name or are we just supposed to call him Dark Lord? Well, uh, the, the like name that. that he's been associated with anyway is um, Victor Ilborn. Victor Ilborn. Yes, that's what he's going for. Victor Ilborn. And uh, and he's he's kind of the guy who uh, is 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 pushing for a lot of this stuff right now, and he's been the one who's been amassing a lot of this power uh, in in the area, and really kind of causing a lot of uh, shit for for the people, you know. So the, it is this Victor who sent off the bats, and maybe the sage. sage. It seems like he's the one who's <laughs> maybe trying the to, sage. <laughs> seems like he's the one who's trying to uh, put himself in the right position so that when when the the seat becomes, I guess, more readily available. I don't, I don't, I guess there's like a, like I said, it's contested right now. So maybe once he shows that he is the ultimate and the true one that, you know, can take the power. Is that the reason that he is collecting the artifacts? It would seem so. Mm. Yeah. That he's got more, more things planned for. But then why is Andre collecting the artifacts? And I thought we, this, uh, yeah, no, I'm very confused. Well, I don't know exactly what's going on. I know that uh, Uncle wanted me to give him the lowdown, too, so I've already kind of sent him a messenger with all the same stuff I'm telling you guys. He's going to be getting a hold of you with the next steps once it's uh, brought to him exactly where where we're going from here. He he wanted me to make sure that I relayed this to you guys as soon as I heard about it, and I also wanted to tell him. I just found out. I met with my contacts as soon as I got on this boat. All right, then. Um... So what you're trying to tell us is that we are just supposed to kill time until we hear from your uncle. Well, I mean, there's going to be some stuff to do. So, like, you know, there's the big uh, ball of yarn. Six, um, <laughs> no, I was, six pulls 
out her appointment book and points at the appointment she scheduled. <laughs> it looks like we may have a little bit of time to do some sightseeing. I want to go see that crater. <laughs> the mole. <laughs> oh, that's great. You're going to love that there. That's that guy really had the shirt on that said something mm -hmm. about it. I wanted. Yeah, yes. I want to go there. We could get some time, yes. Uh, so, yeah, so as um, you guys are kind of like getting off the boat. And uh, making land, and you guys see like that. There's all these like you know I heart Bisplodnia mugs like in a fucking little stall and stuff over here. And there's you know gas station food and stuff like that. All I over. want to swipe a swipe a keychain. Yeah, go hold, give me a, a sleight of hand roll real quick to see how well you were able to. Sleight of hand. Is UV um, a common name in Bisplodnia, or is that a more unique kind of name that's? Yuviosa is a name that UV made up. <laughs> so that would be a no then. I'm very interested to She would be out very surprised to get. discover there was another person named Yubi. Aww. <laughs> we all went, aww. Uh, it's a nine. Uh, you go to reach for one of them real quick, and this old lady behind the counter just like has a, a little like wooden dowel that she like pulls out real quick and smacks it back in your hand and not touch you without my. I was just kidding. I don't believe you. Uh, can I, while she is distracted with UV, try to steal yes, another one? Yes, you can try. Give me a slight hand check. Oh. <laughs> And then before you even make the move to go forward, the stick goes from hitting the back of Yuvi's <laughs> hand to pointing right at your nose, and she goes, ah, ah, ah. All right. I, I, I bow very graciously. Yes, and yes. she and looks at the both of you and kind of, like, wiggles the dowel between the two of you, like, not, like, <laughs> just, just, like, tries to get you guys, like, you know, uh, like, kind of little pokes in your direction. <laughs> Time for you to leave. I love that no words were really exchanged during that whole thing. Just kind of like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. be gone. I'm done with you. I've had it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, with the newfound information about uh, the possible Dark Lord of Bisplodnia, uh, we are going to leave this episode here. You guys are going to get your next bit of information from Andre, uh, hopefully in the coming bits here. Uh, well, let's let's not leave him hanging. What we're doing is going to visit the big ball of yarn. Yes, and while you're doing yes. that, Andre is making his plans for the next little bit sure. here, and we'll pick up uh, next week or the next time rather with uh, our next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, and thanks again for listening, everyone, and supporting our show. Just a reminder to like and rate our podcasts wherever available, and you can find us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and really anywhere else that you guys get your podcast media. Um, don't forget also to check us out at Facebook. You can join us there at facebook.com slash datpodcast. That's D-A-T-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Thanks again so much for listening, guys, and joining us on our journey. We will see you next time. Bye.